Welcome to the Unrehearsed Podcast, podcast for healing and self-improvement. I'm your host, Kay. Thank you for taking this time to hang with me for a little bit. If you are new here, welcome aboard. Stick around because I will be covering some upcoming hot topics on this channel. So you definitely want to stick around. On this channel, I discuss things that are happening in culture that affects us in the day-to-day. So we made it to episode number seven, and I am so excited. I don't know if I'm gonna keep saying that, but every time I release an episode, I get so excited. Y'all do me a favor, if you are listening from YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like, share, and comments. If you are listening to this podcast from the podcast streaming apps, make sure to like, rate, download, comment. Yes, please drop some comments in the comment section. I would love to know your thoughts about today's topic. So now that's out the way, y'all. Today we have a very important topic to discuss. So this topic is not just limited to a BBL. It covers all types of body enhancement or plastic surgery from the face down. So now let's move on and get to the meat and potatoes of this discussion, y'all. Just as a disclaimer, this message is not to judge or to make anyone feel bad who's thinking about getting a body enhancement or plastic surgery or someone who had it done in the past. This message is just me sharing my story and I'm trying to get a better understanding of the underlying reasonings of why this is happening. Now, if you are thinking about getting some sort of body enhancement or plastic surgery done, please make sure you do your due diligence. Do your research so that way you can make a well-educated decision. I pray that you choose that you are enough, but if not, and you still choose to go with the procedure, my prayer is that it all goes well and that you make it back safe. So y'all, let's get into this topic. So I always say there is four categories of individuals who are seeking body enhancements or plastic surgery. And everything that I'm saying is simply my opinion of what I believe. You may not agree with some of the things I'm saying in this message, and that's completely okay. So I say there there are four categories of individuals who are seeking to get this procedure done. Category one are individuals who are in the limelight. These are your influencers public figures, celebrities, they feel as though they work in environments where majority of the women either have some sort of body enhancement or plastic surgery, whichever you want to call it. So they work in a high demand industry where majority of the women there are getting these procedures done. 
So they feel as though they have to keep up with that. Or they're constantly in the limelight. They constantly have people looking up to them, people watching them. They are in environments where they're constantly around people. So they feel as though they have to look up to par. Now the second category of individuals are folks who are inspired by social media. They see these beautiful women on social media with the perfect bodies, perfect shapes, perfect life. You know, just everything looks perfect. So they're inspired by that. Now that's your second category. Third category are individuals who are seeking to have it done because they feel as though it would give them some sort of attention, mostly male attention. And with these individuals, I believe these individuals suffer from low self-esteem and this is not going to be the answer. If you are struggling with low self-esteem, there has to be an inner healing that takes place. So not to get off subject, let's move on to the fourth category. So the fourth category are individuals who are, they don't necessarily work in a high demand or competitive industry nor are they inspired by social media or seeking attention. They simply want this procedure for a confidence boost and to look good in certain clothing. And I understand there are individuals who get plastic surgery or some sort of body enhancement due to medical reasons. So those individuals are not included in this message. You may be listening to this and none of this applies to you. But if it does, no matter what category you find yourself in, my prayer is that you choose what God sees, that you are enough, and see yourself from that lens. But at the end of the day, it is your decision. Again, I say, please do your research so that you can make a well-educated decision because we've seen time and time and time again, some people have a near-death experience, health complications, or don't get what they pay for. So again, please make a well-educated decision. But if anything, my prayer is that it all goes well and that you make it back safe. Although there can be complications with plastic surgery, and we understand that, but here is my concern, ladies. I'm afraid that it can lead to a rabbit trail of needing to fix this, needing to fix that, nitpicking on areas that need to be fixed. And it could become a never-ending cycle and not only that, it can even lead into perfectionism, the need to be perfect. Yes, most of us, we're aware that there can be complications. And you may say, Kayleen, you know, now they have more advanced procedures. The procedures are not what it used to be. You know, technology have advanced, plastic surgery procedures have advanced, and these procedures are more minor now. And I get that, but 
even with that, there still can be health complications. So we got to be mindful of that. It can lead into perfectionism where we want to fix this, we want to fix that, we want to fix this. It can become an addiction. We are not a fixer of her project. And I'm not saying not to keep up with your body image, not to keep up with, you know, your shape, your body, the way you present yourself, your image in general. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. As women, we should be keeping up with our body image, our shapes, the way we care for ourselves, our beauty routines, beauty regimens. We should be doing all of that. But I believe we must be willing to draw the line and know when it has gone too far. And this is not a message to scare anyone. On this pod, we keep it real all the way 100. We keep it real, but in love, of course, and for the purposes of healing and self-improvement. I'm on a journey of embracing my flaws and imperfections, and I get it. It's not easy. Here's the thing you want to understand. You never want to lose your authenticity. I can't say that word for nothing. You never want to lose your authenticity. Don't become something you're not just to keep up with the trend or to fit in. Because trends are seasonal. They come and go. If the shoe doesn't fit, don't wear it. Because it's hard to maintain something you're not or a fake version of yourself. And it's so much easier to just embrace your true self. That is like so much easier. It's less work involved in doing that. So it's important that we remain in our truth. Even to approach God, we have to come to God in spirit and in truth. The scripture it says we must worship God in spirit and in truth because that's the only person that God recognizes. He recognizes you in your truth. He doesn't recognize the false version of you. He only recognizes the true version of you. So always remain true, remain in your truth and stand on that ten toes down. So we must be mindful not to make permanent changes due to a temporary trend or desire. And we also have to remember how it's gonna affect us as we get older. Now let's look at this quick clip. So you went with the idea of having your breasts done and a tummy tuck for stretch marks primarily. Yes. How did they put the implants in? I didn't see any incisions on No, he put the implants in through my abdomen. He put the breast implants in yes. through your tummy. Placing implants through a tummy tuck incision, in my opinion, it's never a good idea because it's a long way to go and the chance of a complication is really high. How many hours of surgery did you have? 11 to 12 hours. 11 to 12 hours yes. of anesthesia? Out? Out. Crystal's last surgery could have literally been her last surgery. Eight hours is the time when risks start to go up of anesthesia complications and difficulties from prolonged recovery. So the next day, the nurse wakes me up and she says, shower time. Showered you the next day? They showered me the next day. There you go, there's, there's one of the reasons why cold water. Within 24 hours, they washed you off in fresh wounds. Contaminated, just automatically. Wow. So you developed um, an infection. Yes. Infection, yeah. 
But, but when he saw that pus, he didn't say anything about all that pus? No, he said, make sure you take care of yourself because I don't want you to get, come back with an infection. Oh, you so he's out. setting you up yes. to blame you yes. for not taking care exactly. of yourself. I told you to take care of yourself, and that's why you got an infection, even though you already had an infection. Yes. yes. I transitioned to high school and at graduating, and I told my sisters and my mother, I think it's time for me to get a nose job. So I went to Mexico, Guadalajara. Mm. It was like going to a fast food restaurant and you're going on the menu board and picking what you want. They give you a list. You get three things, you get one for free. Hamburger, fries, nose job. You should not be ordering surgery off a menu. If you know you're doing something like that, you know you need to get up and you need to run out as fast as your legs will carry. I just can't believe that you could do something like this to somebody and then not even show no type of remorse. For the past 10 months, Perielle Wallace has been living her own personal nightmare. A trip to the Dominican Republic for liposuction and breast augmentation not only left her disfigured. And when they unbandaged me, I just screamed. I just started screaming like I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like it literally looked like a child took a scalpel and just cut me up. It nearly left her dead. I felt extra weak, like I just did not feel right. Something just felt wrong. By the time she arrived home to Columbus, Periel was in agonizing pain. She shared her medical records with us. They show she was admitted with what doctors described as a raging infection. She says doctors told her it was most likely caused by unsterile medical equipment. I was so angry at myself that I allowed this to happen. That's how I felt. I felt like it was my own fault because if I would have did more research, you know, this wouldn't have happened. Perielle knew women who had procedures done by the same doctor in the Dominican Republic and had great results. She expected the same outcome. She's, in my opinion, she's a monster. It, that's, how, that's how I look at it, because not once has she even just acknowledged me to say I messed up. And here we have to provide that, which... Dr. Bivik Shaw is a board-certified plastic surgeon here in central Ohio. He says what happened to Perielle is heartbreaking, but sadly, he says it's more prevalent than you might think. So I have had... Uh, five people that I've taken care of, and we routinely get phone calls, I would say at least one or two a month, of somebody that has gone somewhere else outside the country and had a, a major problem. With a heavy heart, Sheree Terry reflects on the life of her twin sister. And she went to go get her body done in a DR, and she never, never made it back. Shikari Terry was a mother to a two-year-old and the proud owner of the Mini Blessings in Paradise Daycare on the city's east side before going to the Dominican Republic. And me and my sister had a type of relationship where we could get into it one minute and then right after that we'll be back friends and talking. So I knew someone, right? I felt it in my heart. And I've been just trying to get help. This wasn't Shikari's first surgery this year. She posted on her Facebook back in February that she got surgery. Her family says it was a gastric sleeve surgery that she got in Mexico. Just a few months later, on April 11th, her family says Shikari went with her friend Carlicia Williams to the Dominican Republic. So she definitely was healthy. Everything went wrong. It happened there. They both had surgery for a Brazilian butt lift and a tummy tuck. They say the surgery was performed by Dr. Jose Desenia, seen here before the surgery. But after she called me Thursday night, she just went right. The second day into recovery, which was Friday, um, the 15th, uh, Shakori was, I was, you know, moving around a lot more. And Shakori, I was still in pain, but I was moving around. Shakori wasn't, 
really moving around. She wasn't doing nothing. She would lay in bed. I would go in there and try to get her out the bed, try to get her to come downstairs and eat with me. And she just wasn't responding well. Carlisha says Shikari was moved from their recovery house and admitted to a clinic in Santiago. When we go in there and I see Shikari, I almost fell out. Like literally, like she was on all these machines. She was unresponsive. And she wasn't talking, wasn't alert, eyes closed. She's unresponsive. Carlisha Williams was told that Shikari was okay. Her kidneys were doing well and her body needed rest. Carlisha says Dr. Desenia said she was only sedated. So I'm like, so if you unhook that, you know, she'll be able to breathe and stuff like that on her. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's perfectly fine. Like, you know, her body just needs rest. Carlisha says she went back to see Shikari the next day and a different doctor was there. According to Carlisha, that doctor told her Shikari was having a hard time breathing on her own. But 20 minutes later, she says Dr. Desenia came in and told her Shikari was getting better and just needed dialysis. I reach out to the mother and, you know, I'm telling them what's going on, but I'm trying not to scare them. But at this point, I want to scream, like, get down here, like, you know. When Shikari's mom arrived about a week after the surgery, Carlisha says the doctors continue to say that Shikari just needed rest and they were told to leave. Carlisha was set to come back to Indiana the next day. Her mother's talking to her. Her mother, uh, basically, she tells me, like, Carlisha, I don't believe my daughter is alive. She was like, I know my daughter isn't alive. Why won't they tell me? By the time she got to Indiana, Carlisha said that she was notified that Shikari had passed away. So she was like, Carlisha, I went back to uh, my room. She was like, I was probably there for about an hour. She was like, they called me and told me Shikari heart stopped just that quick. I said, huh? She said, as soon as she went in, she said her daughter was already in a body bag that quick. Sheree and Carlisha say they just want answers. I reached out to the State Department. But the good news is there is a community of women who are accepting their natural beauties, natural shapes and sizes, and I am loving it. And I, I ain't gonna lie, lately that has been inspiring me more than ever, especially in the entertainment industry, specifically the music industry. I have been noticing more diversity of shapes and sizes because for so long, the music industry did not have shape diversity. It seemed as though more slender, slim women were being represented in this area. But now they're embracing all different shapes and sizes. And that is inspiring me more than ever. And I also like when women who are in the entertainment industry, celebrities, influencers, women who are in the limelight in general, I like seeing when they just embrace their natural shapes, natural beauty. I love seeing that because what fascinates me about that is although they're in a high demand competitive space, they still hold on to their originality and their natural beauty. I'm just inspired by that more than ever. So the entertainment industry, the music industry has evolved tremendously. We've come a long ways. We've come a long ways because again, back in like the 80s, 90s, 2000s, you didn't really see much you know, plus size women in that industry or more shapely women in that industry. So to be seeing that more and more, 
That's that's amazing. And I think if we continue to see that, it will give more women confidence to just embrace their natural beauty, natural shape, because it matters. Our natural beauties, our natural shapes matter. We have to remember that, especially in this culture where we're constantly bombarded with false or configured images. So we need more representation of that for sure. Okay, so anytime I release a topic, it's based on something that I experience either directly or indirectly. So this episode comes from just one day, I was just sitting on my bed and I was thinking about getting a body enhancement done. It wasn't necessarily a BBL, it was a breast lift to be exact, which is still under the umbrella of body enhancements or plastic surgery, whichever you want to call it. So I'm sitting on my bed and I was thinking about getting a breast lift. And I was thinking about this really hard. And as I'm sitting on my bed, I hear these three words in my spirit. You are enough. And right away, I knew that was the Lord that spoke to me. I was amazed at how the Lord comforted me right then and there. Well, I'm going to be honest, y'all. Even after hearing those words, you are enough, I still was not convinced. I was still wanting to pursue getting a breast lift. So I began to do research about the procedure. I started, you know, trying to find more information about costs, the pros and cons, you know, just doing my research so that I can make a well-educated decision. The information I saw scared me. It seemed like there was more cons than pros. It was more health complications involved than I expected. Okay, so I'm on this website called jacksplasticsurgery.com and it just pretty much explains the pros and cons. This is a lot, so let me just quickly summarize what it's saying. So for the pros, is basically explaining what causes the breast to sag and why getting a breast lift is a solution for that. All right, so it's basically saying, just to quickly summarize, often the reasons are pregnancy and as we age, the skin loses its elasticity, causing the breast tissues to sag. And getting a breast lift firms up the breast, which leads to high self-esteem and higher confidence. It can also improve one's posture and spinal health. So those are the pros. Now for the cons, it states the risk of complications is higher in older women suffering from diabetes and hypertension. And then it goes on to say, sometimes women may develop asymmetrical breasts following the surgery. There may also be a loss of sensation in the breasts or nipples temporarily or permanently following the surgery. Significant scarring may occur after the breast lift surgery. This may cause a lot of disfigurement, wound separation, 
swelling, bruising, dark scars, and infections are the other common complications involved with this procedure. This may persist for several months or longer. And then right below that, it discusses costs and financing options as insurance often doesn't cover this procedure. And then lastly, it states the results of a breast lift may not be permanent as gravity, weight fluctuations, and aging gradually leads to less youthful looking breasts. So it was a little too much for my liking. So I decided to just stick with you are enough. So my reasoning for wanting a breast lift was I just wanted a confident boost. I wanted to look good in certain clothing and I would see these beautiful women on social media. They have the perfect bodies, perfect image. And I was inspired by that. Quick backstory. So in my early 20s, after I had my daughter, my chest area just went and now I'm in my mid-30s. So this has been an issue that I've struggled with for a while. And it has affected my confidence. I won't say it affected it on a very deep level, but it has affected my confidence on some sort of level. And not just my chest area. Another thing I struggled with was my weight. So before I had my daughter, I used to have like a more slim to medium built figure. But after I had my daughter, I gained about like 40, 50 pounds. And for a while, a very long time, I could not get rid of the weight. Or should I say, I didn't want to put in the work to get rid of the weight. Just going to be honest. I didn't want to put the work in to get rid of the weight. So my weight and my chest area, those were two major concerns for me. You have to remember if you're like me, you're inspired by other women you see on social media, their shapes, their sizes, their image. We have to remember that nowadays with the apps and the filters that they have, you could pretty much create any shape, any type of look. So we have to be mindful of that. In the beginning of last year, I decided I'm going to lose this weight. Although I didn't want to because I knew it was going to require me putting in the work and I really didn't want to do that. So I made the decision to go ahead and lose this weight. Um, and I had to because it started causing health complications. Like I would always have pain in my knees, my back. I've always been out of breath. It would make me feel tired and sluggish all the time. I could feel myself carrying the weight. So I decided to get rid of the weight. And I'm going to be honest, I was tempted to take the easy way out. Because again, I did not want to put the work in because I know it was going to require for me to put the work in to give up certain foods that I love. I was a foodie, y'all. I love to eat. I didn't want to put the discipline in. I just wanted the easy way out. I was looking for an immediate fix. 
So after some debating, I finally decided, let me just go ahead and do it the natural way. I can say now I'm my desired weight. It took me about from last year up till now, it took me about nine to 12 months to finally get the weight off because in between that time, there were some inconsistencies. But now I can say I am my desired weight, but it wasn't easy y'all. It was not an easy road. I'm glad I took the natural way of losing weight because in the process, I gained so much. I gained endurance, balance, stability. It was helping me think better. I was able to focus. I had more clarity. I had more energy to get work done. So, and it also affected other areas in my life. I noticed other areas of my life improve just by me sticking with the process. So I'm glad I stuck with the natural way of losing the weight because the things I gained, I don't think I would have gained had I went the easy way of losing weight. So y'all take care of your health because it's very important. One day the Lord revealed to me that I was idolizing body imaging. I was idolizing aesthetics social media people. Yes, the Lord revealed that to me and I was idolizing it without even knowing it. But thank God for the Holy Spirit who reveals all things. And it doesn't mean that these things are necessarily bad. It's only bad when they become your dominant thought and you put it above God. That's when it becomes an idol. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. You know, I still love fashion. I still love keeping up with my image, but I don't put it before God. I don't allow it to be a dominant thought in my mind any longer. So you guys, we've come to the end of this topic. Thank you. If you made it to the end, thank you for sticking around. Again, subscribe to this channel if you haven't. I am going to cover some more hot topics coming up. I myself still struggle with imperfections. So I include myself in this message. This message is for me as well. I guess you guys can say this, this discussion is to remind us that our natural beauty matters and it's okay to embrace it. So thank you all for hanging out with your girl. I hope you got something out of this. Remember to subscribe, like, share, drop some comments. I would like to know your thoughts about this topic. Put on your bell notifications. That way you're in the loop of when I release the next video. So y'all be well and until next time. Bye.